0: Go. What have
1: we done with Welcome back to the Mike Count the Show. It's 1025 The Vogue, 727 579 1025 or 800 771 1025. Tonight, Pitbull Toddler, our band, will be out there in Sarasota at the Gator Club in downtown. Sarasota on Main Street. Come on out and join us as we melt faces and drink Budweiser's all night long. It's going to be fun. Perfect night for it. Nice and yeah. nice cool out. Love it down there. I should see if Drew wants to go down there. Yeah. He likes to hang out with us when we go to Sarasota. Maybe you can come on out and uh, do a little, one of them little raps, one of them little rhymes with us. You kick it one time? Spanish will be there. Pep pap will be there. Carmen will be there. And uh, we'll have a good time. Galvin, I'm going to have to ask you to put a blindfold on. All right.
0: Blindfolding now. You want
1: two blindfolds? You want one blindfold? What do you think is You want me to put my hands on your face? I don't believe that Galvin's a cheater, so no. I know that if he can see, he will not,
0: I he will not see give up. You all. cannot see. No.
1: Uh, t- today, uh, at the, I don't even want to say where it is yet. This person is in town, and it'll be an opportunity for you to see them. Please go get our guest. Let them know, Spanish, that we are live. And to uh, maybe, maybe if possible disguise the voice and that there'll be a series of yes and no questions and then we will conduct a regular interview. Got it. Now you people at home uh, who are watching on Bone TV may uh, automatically recognize this person and uh, I can honestly tell you that I'm happy to have them here
2: and okay. I
1: have uh, never met this person. I'm right. I'm giving you some hints. Okay. Um, I know that we have discussed this person on the show before. Uh, At length. All right. Yeah, there have been times. Hello, nice to see you. Uh, And I would uh, go so far as to say uh, this person is known around the world. Okay. Okay. Uh, Guest, how are you? Oh, good. Uh, This is Galvin. Galvin has been blindfolded. Normally I would be blindfolded too, but I had read that you were coming, so I knew Uh, I will let Galvin ask a uh, small series of yes or no questions, if that's okay, and see if he can guess, and then we will uh, uh, have a nice interview. Can you guess the gender by the uh, tone of the voice?
0: Yeah, I believe male. That is correct. Male is correct. 2019, I don't don't want to make any assumptions. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Are you an athlete?
2: Uh, It depends who you ask.
0: Like, professionally? Were you known for being an
2: athlete? Mm, No. Okay.
0: Are you an
1: actor?
2: It depends who you ask.
1: Well, sometimes.
0: I mean, have you been in movies or TV shows?
2: Yes. Okay.
0: Are you over the age of 50? It depends. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> no, come on! You gotta give me. I'm. I'm uh,
1: yes. Yes, you are over the
0: age of fifty. Fifty
1: actor, over fifty actor. Mm. And you're saying it like you're narrowing it down. I am. I'm over sorry. fifty actors. That's yeah. a lot of a lot of actors. Yeah, but
0: it also has cut out athletes. Oh, wow. so you like that? There you go. Uh, do you have a movie or TV show? That is currently or uh, going to be out soon?
2: It depends who you (laughs) ask. If you ask Google, what would it say? Uh, No, not currently. Not currently, okay. Uh, Were you born in America?
0: No, and
2: that depends who you (laughs) ask as well.
0: All right, we got to lose the depends on who (laughs) you ask. You (laughs) got to give me yes or no, otherwise I'm never. No, no. No, not born in America. No. Actor over 50. Mm. And we've talked about this person.
1: We mm. have talked about you
0: mm. mm-hmm. on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh trying to think of other stuff to ask. <sighs> Are you uh in town for a show? Yes. Yes. In town for a show. Actor over fifty. Not born in America. Yeah, we heard the answer. I know. I'm going through it in
1: my head. I know same thing. Man. Oh. Give me a couple more questions.
0: Have you been uh, married more than once?
2: No. Just once. Just once. I got
0: to
1: tell you, I, right now, I have zero idea who this person is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you some hints. Okay, you. This person uh, was extremely uh, famous for a while, and then um, continued doing what they what they became famous for. And we one day were saying, "You know, we never see around here who never does that." And then we we did a little research and found out, still very successful. Hmm. I don't remember that. This person had a catchphrase. It's the "Where's the beef, lady?"
0: No, <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> this person. Let me know. Oh, I, I got it. I just got it from the last. No idea. That is Yakov Smirnov. ladies go. and gentlemen. And Yakov Smerdov.
1: <laughs> 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 uh,
2: buddy. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. You, I mean worldwide i
1: i was trying not to, to i was trying ladies and gentlemen, the famous comedian yakov Smirnov is here how are hey, you nice. sir
2: i'm fantastic how are you i thought uh if i expect you to look a lot older you don't you look fantastic oh thank you yeah i, I uh yes i i feel that i made the deal that is working <laughs> yeah, yeah seems and to be push this news button you know and and uh, I'm here today, so I'm excited about being here.
1: Now, now, uh, Yakov, Spirinov, for those of you younger kids, like the younger kids on the show, I told Spanish, I said, you can guess, but you may not recognize him because you're so young. Uh, Yakov had an extremely successful career in the 80s and the 80s. We had the Cold War. Yes. We had uh, Reagan and Gorbachev. Yes. And uh, anything Russia was bad. We hated you know Russia. Russia hated America. And then Yakov, Spirinov was one of those people to come over here. Now, did you, how did you, in fact, come over because uh, in my head I keep thinking about Moscow on the Hudson that you were involved <laughs> in, in an orchestra and you yes, escaped yes, over. Yes, How yes. did you in fact come over?
2: Well, um, the, those days uh, um, they needed the Soviet Union was starving. They didn't have wheat, right, uh, food, or so. Jimmy Carter made a deal with them that if they show some human rights, um, they'll let some people out. So I we were exchanged for some. Tons of wheat. Oh. Wow! Yeah, and so every time I see a Wonder Bread truck, I salute. <laughs> yeah. When you when you were over there, I had asked this to a couple of young hockey players
1: yes, who were born in Russia or some area. Are you taught like when we were kids in the eighties? It was uh, like Russian people hated America, and that we were they were the bad ones, and you. And then, and then all our vision of life was you guys waiting for toilet paper, and it was a horrible place to be. How much how true was that as far as uh, the poverty and the. And the toilet paper and obviously the wheat. <laughs> it, it,
2: it it was pretty real. Uh, standing in line for food was kind of a standard thing. You right. Know, I, I remember since I was maybe six years old, my grandma would just take me to stand me in the line and say, "You wait for bread and right, go get some milk," and then she would stand in line there. So it was normal. Uh, we we were kind of used to it. Yeah. And. Uh, and uh, Americans obviously saw that side of us, and we were—they were showing us movies like Three Stooges, and they would tell us that's how Americans be, you know. <laughs> so, so I, and so it was a mystery, and there was no—it was all propaganda, you know. And uh, we had only like two channels on TV: channel one was propaganda, channel two was a KGB officer tells you turn back to channel one.
1: <laughs> so, so were you always kind of uh kind of funny or did you capitalize on hey I gotta I'm Russian, I got
2: an I, accent? Uh, no, no, no. I, I was funny. I um, I, I grew up in Odessa, which is part of Ukraine, and it uh, they considered it the capital of humor in the Soviet Union and so a lot of funny people around me. It was natural, normal, but I started performing when I was fifteen years old and um, enjoyed that you know I, I became pretty popular there right but then i started working the cruise ships on the on the black sea on the russian cruise ship i call it love barge uh-huh. <laughs> and we, i met a lot of americans and uh. that's how i started going wait a minute this is there's is a better world out there yeah they were talking about freedom of speech and 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 the russians came telling us that we have freedom of speech but but in America, you have freedom after you speak, which was a nice, <laughs> right, right, nice yeah. little feature. Uh-huh. So, so, so that, you, you know.
1: come over here and what is your first foray into comedy
2: here? Like, what do you, do you do stand up clubs here or? I started, um, no, I didn't speak English. That was a little bit of a a (laughs) problem. Yeah, not many people understood Russian. So I I started as a bar boy in Grossinger's Hotel in the Catskills. Uh uh, And then started watching comedy there. And it was old kind of vaudeville style. And then uh, came to the comedy store, then moved to LA uh went to the comedy store and that was kind of um amazing to me because i uh, you know the mitzi shore who was the owner of the comedy store uh she i did just a five minute stand-up showcase and whatever i was able to translate into english and then she liked me and she uh said stay stay Stick around. There's always place for good and different. And I had no idea who I was talking to at all. And and she said, "Come back next day and see the regular show." And I came back. And first person on on stage was Robin Williams, and then Billy Crystal, and uh, then uh, Jay Leno. Were and you familiar with all of them? I by did this point? know. Yeah. Yes, I watched. Uh, you know, until I was a fan of comedy, even though I didn't understand a lot. Pryor came out did a set and I thought I died and went to heaven, right. you know, that I so so I start performing I, I she gave me a job actually as a carpenter because I didn't speak English well enough. Um and then and then little by little I started performing and um So so now at this time, what's the first is is Moscow on the Hudson the first movie? Actually, there's another obscure movie that was I did before that. Uh-huh. It's uh, uh, Bakarubanza. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a, I uh, played the national security advisor uh, to the president. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> but then Moscow and the Hudson came short after, and obviously that was a huge, uh, huge boost uh, to my career. And how
1: much of that was... Uh, I mean, obviously the story wasn't the same. You didn't come over here, but they had to ask you. They had to consult you, right?
2: Oh, yeah, well, uh, Paul Mazursky... Who did the movie uh who wrote and produced and directed it uh went to Russia and spent like you know a significant amount of time there so he was pretty accurate okay in in terms of like what how uh it was supposed to be but they Robin was uh le- learning Russian as he was making the movie right he wanted to be very authentic yeah so uh, one time he came over to me and said, <laughs> which means you make me feel like a natural woman. <laughs> 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 Made my day. I'll tell you
1: that. But, you, were you, he and you good
2: friends? Yeah, 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 yeah. We stayed in touch until, you know, until he he went to Northern California. After that, we really didn't um, see each other. But um, But, yeah. Was, so let me tell you what I think I know. Yeah.
1: So then, uh, like like most comedians, you have a, a great run. There's comic reliefs. There's all this. right. And Yakov Smirnov, mm. not just because of the funny accent, but because it's very very funny, mm. uh, is with the Billy Crystal's, the Whoopi Goldberg's, and that whole era. And then comedy changes a little bit, right. and the people who who uh, were funny will still tour and do comedy and do that stuff. So we don't see you as much as we did. Right. When one day we start talking about it. I think while another comedian was here. And we were like, you know you don't see is Yakov Smirnov, He was huge. Did he retire or did he just do touring on it? And somebody told us, and I don't know if there's any truth to this because they said it and I believed it. Did you own a place in like the most American place yeah. in the world in Branson? Yes. And they yeah. said Yakov Smirnov is killing it in Branson. <laughs> and that's why you're not out touring as much because right. you're already so right. goddamn rich. Well.
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> Well, that's uh, a yes. 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 (laughs) Yes.
1: Uh, Good for you. What a country. What a country, yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But that wasn't the real reason that I ended up in Branson, just to get uh, to be rich. What happened is when the Soviet Union collapsed, Um, David Letterman had a top ten list of things that will now change that there is no more Soviet (laughs) Union. I made number one in the (laughs) list, Yakov Smirnoff will be out of work. (laughs) And I thought it was funny, too, right? Right. Yeah. Until about six months later, when uh, none of my contracts in Vegas, Atlantic City, Reno, Tahoe, anywhere I perform, were not renewed. Yeah. Yeah and so i how how financially how well are you offer you when that, that happened at the moment like, I was i thought i can i can glide yeah. no problem but then it just like was the rug was pulled i mean i was living in like two and a half million dollar home in in pacific palisades i mean the things were looking pretty, pretty stable good, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like louis ck you guys were talking about uh, it's mm. like boom, you know, I didn't do any, I didn't even... <laughs> no masturbating for you? Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't even enjoy it, right? So... So all of a sudden, I was like, uh, the rug was pulled, and I'm, uh, you know, and I started looking for a place where they did not know that the Soviet Union collapsed. Ended up in Branson, Missouri. They still don't know, and it's been 25 years. <laughs> 25 years, only so you own years. a place there? I own a seat theater there, and I used to be there full-time. Now right. I'm kind of, I moved to Malibu, and I'm... You know, so I'm touring just to come back and, uh, and it was an interesting thing that you were talking about, Louis C.K. I didn't know that he came back and, and yeah. was doing shows. And it was kind of an interesting parallel that you discussed this as a, you know, as a coming, coming back. Uh, because there's sometimes we have no control. In his case, he didn't. He had a little bit more <laughs> control than I did. I didn't tear down the wall. Right. But uh, <laughs> but uh, that's what happens to careers, you know. Sure,
1: you never know what you know. You're always going to be ready for that, uh, you know. And same thing in any any sort of show business. Right. Any day you can right. be number one, and the next right. day changes. Right. So uh, uh, what do you do in branching the theater? You have shows there, other comedians. I
2: no. I had it was my show full time for many many years. Right. Do I when I started there I I did 400 shows a year okay. in my theater, and then I cut down to 200. Now I'm doing only like 50 shows a year, like October, November. But I leased it to other uh, like acrobats of China. They uh, they perform on the regular basis. Right, right. right. So, so now are you like
1: sitting home in Malibu with your feet <laughs> up in a robe, and you're like. <laughs> 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 Oh, this Trump no. thing and Putin, we got to get back uh, on the Russia tip, man.
2: You know it, that's an interesting point. Uh, people are uh, thinking that I should, and I'm, you know, I'm back. I'm doing a show at the tonight at. Um, Tell us. The, you, oh, I got. I have it all here. You okay, do. So I here do. we got it.
1: Yakov Smirnov tonight, eight o'clock. Uh, it's going to be at the Central Park Performing Arts Center in Largo. You can go to LargoArts.com to get tickets. And uh, if you are hearing Yakov for the first time on this show, um, uh, Galvin and I, uh, like I said before, I've talked about it before. A very funny comedian, uh, was one of the first people to really take that kind of foreigner thing and make it like a, and at the time really embraced what the country was going through and managed to survive this whole entire time. I, I'm telling you, can I give you what I think? You, Please. The, the HBO Please. says we got a new show. It's a, it's like a Kirby enthusiasm, but remember Yakov Smirnoff. So they show you in an apartment. Things didn't go so well for you. In an apartment somewhere and uh, watching tv and then trump and, and putin are on tv and you and you stand up and you go i'm back and, and, then you, and then you're back in business
2: and they follow you as you try to go out i think it'd be great uh I, i'm in I, yeah. i'm in um here is the difference that i see and i sensed it at, uh, initially when trump uh, became the president i didn't really you know know it sounded like that it sounded like it would be there would be interest in it the yeah. challenges between what was happening in the 80s the whole country was uh united against or or at least russia was a headache right to right. the whole country yeah today Russia is a headache to half of the country. Right, right. right. So the country is divided, and they're f- they're making fun at each other, not with each other. So, sure. so I've been, uh, I haven't been sitting in Malibu picking my nose. I, I, uh, I, did, I realized that in the eighties I was helping to end the cold war in a war room now what i switched my energy is to try to help to end the cold war in a bedroom <laughs> oh <laughs> yes a lot more job security in that <laughs> right so what i did and the people don't know this i went back to college when the uh, during the time in Branson. I went to University of Pennsylvania, uh-huh. got my master's degree in psychology, uh, graduated in 2006. Then I became well, a... Man, prof- you were really nervous. You didn't want to be poor. <laughs> you were like, That's I need right. a backup. That's right. Yeah. I went to, then became a professor at Missouri State University to start teaching the course on happiness and laughter. And now I'm graduating this year... Uh, from, uh, my doctorate degree in, uh, uh, University in Malibu, the, uh, Pepperdine. So I'm gonna be Dr. Yakov. Wow. Yeah. Dr. Nice. Yakov, May 18th. May you heard it first, uh-huh.
1: you know? So, um. Tell that's that to your grandmother who wanted you to go wait in line for bread. How, yeah. how proud you yeah. would be, right? Yeah.
2: So, so that's, that's the direction. So my whole show is. I did a PBS special called Happily Ever Laughter, and it's all about relationships, and it's all scientifically based, neuroscience of relationships. Uh, what is
1: your relationship? Are you married now? I'm married now.
2: How long? Newly, newly oh, married. Cool. Yeah. It was, Are
1: you telling me the entire time you were famous you never got married?
2: I got married. Okay. And I was married to an American woman, two kids. Now they're 28 and 20, 26, and... Uh, And I've been, after my divorce, I've been searching. And this is where this whole new uh, cold war in the bedroom came out. It was that I I noticed the correlation between laughter in the beginning of the relationship. There are plenty of people laugh. Everyone, you ask people, they remember laughter. And then in the end, no laughter. The only people laughing are attorneys, you know, (laughs) Right. right? So there's that span of the relationship. And I'm like... I, I got to figure this out, you know. Why did it happen? Why, as a comedian, I'm, I didn't see that laughter dying. If it was happening, to my audience, I knew. Right. On right. a second joke, I would know. Here, I didn't know. So that's what became my kind of uh, and and it, I followed uh, what I believe in, and the show is funny, and yet it's it gives people a, a sense of what's going on in their lives. Good for
1: you. I think that's great, well, Yakov Smirnov uh, you get to go see him do his comedy and talk uh, tonight at the Largo Arts uh, Center. I'm sorry, the Central Park Performing Arts Center, com, Or you can call the box office, 727 587 6793. Who is the, uh, the most famous person you made uh, sweet love to in the 80s when you were at the height of your fame?
2: K-K. not K-K. like Louis C.K. No, 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 I, I mean like that. You would you date other... I, would, I uh, think Reagan yeah. was probably... Uh... <laughs> you dated Reagan? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <No>. sweet love. <laughs> sweet love. <laughs> sweet love. Yeah. Uh, Brooke Shields, I went out with her. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and, and it wasn't like a official date, but, like, we went out like three times, and then her mom put her foot down and said... The mother was brutal, huh? Yeah, he is not for you. you Uh That was was it. Um, But but I was uh, married to a very, you know, nice uh, American lady, and then and then things uh, just, uh, you know, I, I learned something that laughter is the first thing that happens when you meet someone and you ask. I've asked over four and a half million people in my theater, and they all remember laughter being part of that. And then second thing happens is intimacy. Third thing, you live together. Right. And when things don't work out, laughter is the first thing to go. Second is intimacy. Third is your house. I learned that. <laughs> I learned that. Right, right. so so that's why, you know, I thought that uh, there needs to be some research done. And, and, I, and it was fascinating because, th- you know, when you realize about laughter, you realize that men and women are totally, totally different. And they, what makes them laugh is different. And so, uh, uh, and what they need is different. You know, men, we're simpler and women are a lot more... Uh, Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So they need they need a little bit more uh, affection and conversation and stuff. And we do that in the beginning of the relationship. And then can you we
1: imagine somebody right now explaining how long you guys been married? Thirty years. How's it been? You know, at a certain point it was starting to fall off. Then we went to Branson and saw <laughs> <laughs> Yakov. <Yeah. laughs> and, uh,
2: and now we are thriving. That's right. Hey, look, the, man, whatever it, works. I get those stories. Oh, I sure. get people. People walk in and at first they're kind of disconnected, and then uh, as the show progresses, you know, they, they you can see they're holding hands, and then they're putting their arms around it, and yeah. And, 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 and it also
1: helps, and I and I hope, I bet you no other man has said this to you, but it also helps that you you're adorable the way you oh. deliver your stuff. Like like in the beginning we. He loved you because you were a silly little foreigner, but when you now you have that kind of like the laugh and all that, you're like, We want to like you, you oh, know what well I mean? Thank like you. Dr. Phil, when he gives advice, you're like, Who's this idiot? <laughs> but when you're it, it's like, Oh, this guy's adorable. Right, yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you getting up early and coming in here today. It's great to catch up with you again. The show is uh, tonight at the Central Park Performing Arts Center in Largo. You can go to largoarts.com. Or seven two seven five eight seven sixty seven ninety three to see Yakov Shmernov. Thank you very much. Thanks my for pleasure. Playing Thank along you. with our little uh, guests. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that was got fun. It. That was I fun. got it. I didn't yeah.
2: know I could trick somebody for that long because <laughs> the moment they hear my voice, they're
1: like, "Well, I figured he was going to think that you were doing a fake accent." That's to totally trick what him. I yeah. thought. That's totally
0: really. what I thought. Yeah, I thought you were an American. Doing an accent uh. to try and throw me off. Not really. But as soon
1: as you laughed, I was like, I got it. Well, uh.
2: I, I, I didn't want you struggling anymore. <laughs> I
1: appreciate that. You look like a terrorist. <laughs> yeah. Yakov, thank you. My we'll pleasure. take a quick break and some might count the me show.
2: Up. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets,
1: or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it